We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Podcast. It's shop for all things green and gold. My name is Mike Wellen. I'm joined this week by my partners Matt Freilich and Gage Bridgeford. The three of us back together for the first time, I think, in June. As we inch our way closer to the end of summer and training camp in Green Bay. And we have some questions that we'll be fill in the blank, Mad Lib, whoever you want to describe it. But Matt, you came up with this idea and this is going to be a fun one with, with this, with the kind of a lull period during this offseason. Definitely. And I, you know, uh, you know, we were trying to take attention away from Aaron Rodgers missing on minicamp with us kind of periodically, you know, taking our turns rotating out when we were available and no one really noticed. So we, we did our best to, you know, try to at least take attention away from 12, but I don't think anyone noticed as much as they did with Aaron. But anyway, with the topic, I'm super pumped. Like I was thinking about it. I'm like, this could be a good idea. Like we'll see how you guys, and you guys came up with really good ones, which is great. Um, there was, countless ways we could have gone with i almost put it out to twitter but i felt like it was going to be like i felt like people were going to be sarcastic with it because i wasn't going to get much for them because you know how people like to be online but no i'm excited to, to dive into this gage what's up man how's it going uh it's going well i actually i have power today um the last let's see two weeks ago you yep. and i had a power outage right as we were about to record last weekend power went out here as it did for like 40 plus thousand other people in the midwest so mm-hmm. but i have power right as of now knock on wood Cool. Uh, but yeah, Matt, normally we wait until the last second to pick our topic and you messaged us a couple of hours ago and said, hey, let's go ahead and do something like this. And I was like, there we go. Now we're playing ahead for once. This is how we need to do it. But yeah. I really like the topic and I really like the uh, the way the where this conversation is probably going to head to. Definitely. For sure. And this is definitely a few long term style questions and a lot of mm-hmm. legacy questions that we're talking about in this one. It's going to be very fascinating to see each other's answers and. And when you guys listen to us, let us know as well. Let us know on uh, your favorite podcast platform what you would have answered. Uh, mm-hmm. Let us know on wherever you are. Give us a subscription, a like, all that fun stuff. But also let us know what, how you would answer all these three questions. So that being said, let's just jump right in. And, and I, I'll go with my question first because mine's I think, the least consequential of the three. Now, mine is the Packers will have blank players who will make an all-pro team in their career. And the number I came up with was 11. And it's, half of those have already happened, 
but I, I think there's 11 guys on the roster right now that'll make an all pro team throughout the season. Uh, and I'll let, I'll let you guys give your numbers first and then we can kind of talk about which players that might be. So just to clarify, this is throughout like their entire career. So if they were to leave yes. the Packers and then make it maybe on a different team, does that still count or? I think you count that because that's. Yeah, I count it. Okay. Okay. So now are we counting people that have not made it or just like anybody that has made one so far? So I think like if they've made Rogers, it, Rogers would, would would Rogers count as one of yes. your hypothetical okay. eleven? Excellent. Okay. I think if they I think if they've made it already, it counts. Okay, that's what I would just wanted to clarify that really quick. All right, so so I I'm gonna jump in here quick and I'm gonna answer with uh, the Green Bay Packers have twelve players who will make an All Pro team in their career. Um, I'm gonna quickly count up because I feel like that's fun. Uh, Adams one, John Runyon two. <clears throat> Rob Tanyan, three. Aaron Rodgers, four. Aaron Jones, five. AJ Dillon, six. Kenny Clark, seven. Ray Shangari, eight. Zadaria Smith, nine. Adrian Amos, ten. Darnell Savage, eleven. I missed one, and I believe. Jair. It, a corner. it, it was really Jair. Not, I was like, it was you Jair. Did not. I was going through, yeah. I yeah. knew I missed, I was like, was it another linebacker? Yeah, so Jair. So that's 12. Like, I feel like that's. I mean, I, I heard, I think I heard a little bit of a grumble in the John Runyon one, but I'm, I'm staying. It was, just, I'm it was not a surprise. Grumble. It was okay. surprise. I want Jock. that to be clear. I was like, huh? Did Got I it. hear that right? Because I would have expected maybe a Josh Myers nod was honestly okay. where I thought you were okay. going to go. So I don't really have an official number off the top of my head here because I did a quick kind of a quick count and I was, mm-hmm. so here's who I had. Adams, obviously. Bach, Debach, Elton Jenkins. Rogers, Aaron Jones, Kenny, Rayshon, Sedarius, Jair, Savage, and Amos. I had Mason Crosby in my in my list as well. I think that Mason deserves a nod there. And then I can't give it to Tanyan just because with Kittle, Kelsey, Waller, all the all the other guys, I, I just don't think he's going to quite get there. I want to say AJ Dillon. There's just so many talents with running backs, and Aaron Jones locked in long term. I don't know if Dillon gets there. So I kind of like that there. But then ultimately I go with Josh Myers because I think that with the talent around him at the line, that's who's going to be my final pick here. Of So I don't know what that number would end up being. But Josh Myers with the talent around him, and I think he can step in. I think he's a really solid player. He had first-round buzz on him entering last season, just kind of had a rough year. So I think that that's, I think that's who your final guy kind of is. So John Runyon is a talented player, and I could we, Mike and I could look stupid for being surprised, but – as of now, that would be who my my final guy would be. So what would that be? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and th- I had thirteen. So I was even higher than you were. Yeah, and I and I missed D-Box, so I'm glad you mentioned it. So I'm at thirteen as well. I was thinking about Mason Crosby, but I thought he would have got it at some point already. But again, it's kind of like what you were saying about um, Tunyon and AJ Dillon, like. It's tough to really break free, and like especially in one position where there's yeah. not really multiple guys. So um, Mason was the other guy I forgot, but I'm sticking with 13, and I'm putting an asterisk next to it. You know, I already gave a number. I realized that I went 12, but I got to go 13 based off what I said. And Mike, Mike, you know, Mike took the safe route. He just picked a number gauge. We actually went in and, and counted them. Well, I, I had I counted it when we were. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, he was smart. he was kind and of prepared. He smart. said, and I'm actually, kind of figured out. Yeah, he looks a lot I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm going to add another guy, so I'm going to oh, go with 12, see. but. It's going to be well. It's gonna. No, I already had Crosby. Ah! Rogers, Jones, Adams, Bakhtiari, and Jenkins, Kenny Clark, 
Zadarius Smith, Jair Alexander, Adrian Amos, Mason Crosby, and also adding Amari Rogers as a punt returner. Ooh, oh. sassy. Very so nice. No, so no savage love. Is that, 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 I, I, I think, I'm not sure he's going to get the numbers to get and to get all pro at some Fair point. Enough. Cause I think, I think he's going to, guy's going to move around enough that it's going to be tough. Amos is starting to get some more love now. Savage is going to be tough because he may get overshadowed by a guy like Amos on his own team, much like for years he was in Chicago. Like, so mm-hmm. it could be something similar mm-hmm. to that. I, I mean, think there's a chance he, there. Couldn't Savage hypothetically get the nod similar to the, the Honey Badger, like the Tyrant Matthew style thing? Like, cause Maybe, they're, they, cause they Matthew overcome gets Tyrant Matthew. Matthew gets moved all around a lot. Savage gets moved around a lot. But also, um, so I'm looking at it from the age thing. Tyron Matthews, 29. He's uh, he's a little on the older side. He's going to hypothetically fall off at some point. You got Savage's nowhere near 29 years old. What is he, 22? Oh, he's t- he turns 24 at, in July. Okay. So he's got five. So he's five years younger, basically. So I think there's, there's, also why... the rich, there's also the rigidity of the AP's all-pro team. Because, I mean, until, what, 2019, they were still at a fullback? Sure. Yeah, they yeah they are really rigid on that sort of thing because you hear the like the oh this guy's an edge but really he, or like this guy's a defensive end but he's really not. Because T.J. Watt made it twice. Yeah, like as a like as an outside linebacker and a defensive and end, a, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, well, I, I guess it's that's just fair. linebacker. That's yeah, that's okay. That's fair. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think I I think I like I like getting Savage in there. Um, and I, I think I like your list a lot there, Michael. I know obviously we all three had a lot of overlap, but that's a good thing to hear because Green Bay's got a really talented roster and they, there's a lot of talent surrounding, uh, Rodgers and everybody else. It's, it's a good time to be a Packer fan. Like there's a lot, there's not a lot of great teams right now. Green Bay is one of the few though. Yeah. And I think we can all agree that Mason Crosby should be an all pro. At For some sure. point. He Absolutely. never even made a pro bowl. Should have been last year. Never even made a pro bowl. No, I, I noticed that. That's unbelievable. That's yeah, doesn't make sense. Incredible. Yeah. All right, All right so let's jump so into our our next question, next which is more long term. And Matt, you had this one. Yeah, it's uh, Matt Lafleur's legacy with the Green Bay Packers will be remembered as blank. Um, and I like Mike led off this podcast where this is a lot of long term stuff. We could have gone short term, but I like how this this is you know, trending. Um, but I'm gonna go Matt Lafleur's legacy with the Green Bay Packers will be remembered as exciting. And I know that's not really like the most exciting answer, really. But I think when you had the tradition, the tradition of Mike McCarthy and the normal tradition of the Green Bay Packers, what we're going to look back on with Matt Lafleur is the Packers kind of went different, in my opinion, at least over the 30 years of watching the Packers and observing them with their quarterback, or excuse me, with their their signing of head coach Matt Lafleur, like younger guy, innovative, a lot of energy, enthusiastic. And he brought a lot of excitement from day one to the locker room. Um, you could say that was parlayed with Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, them being just basically the face of the team through that transitional year. But overall, I just think everything that Matt LaFleur does, he does it with passion and excitement and enthusiasm. Um, you see him out at the Bucks games. Like he's just that guy that he's bringing excitement and notoriety to the Green Bay Packers, which is oftentimes, you know, I don't want to, they're not an afterthought, but they're normally not getting a lot of headlines unless it's every, you know, decade and a half when their quarterbacks are in the news for whatever the case may be, more than likely not wanting to play or being traded or retire. But I think really like, I just love that LaFleur is the head coach of the Packers. I get 
actually excited just thinking about him being such a young guy, being able to develop um, all these young players, and I just am very excited to see what the future brings with him um, calling plays and being the head of the team. Um, so, go ahead. I'm gonna go with progressive, and okay. I, I like don't mean that. that. I don't mean that in like the the social justice aspect. I mean it as in how Matt has really taken Green Bay from a team that was a very like polished. Like Mike McCarthy could have a good quote here or there, but for the most part, he was a very reserved guy that was very like buttoned down, just professional style guy. You had and the and between him and Ted Thompson, again, it was two guys who were very old school. Very like that's just that was that era of the NFL. It's how it was versus you. And you would see other teams like Arizona now, uh, Sean McVay out in L.A. And just they were like younger. They were the the sexier, quote unquote, option. And they were just like the future of the NFL. And Green Bay looked like a team that was possibly falling by the wayside with the final couple of years of McCarthy. And then you had LaFleur come in and there was a lot of questions around him or Oh, he's not going to work well with Rodgers, or he's not going to be. He's just he's just a McVay cast off. He's going to be the next Zach Taylor. And through two years, he's thirteen to three in the regular season both times. He's won a playoff game in both seasons. And if it weren't for just running into a buzzsaw combined with losing your All Pro left tackle, he probably goes to the Super Bowl and has a good chance of winning one against Patrick Mahomes. So. Mm-hmm. So I in LaFleur has really modernized it with the motion and using players in unique positions and he revitalized Rodgers to the point that Rodgers just won an MVP and looked but it looked like a guy that was not even close to the end of his career. It looked like a guy that was in the prime of his career. Mm-hmm. So so that's where LaFleur is after me is he's a guy that is prog- is making this team progress towards the future and be a really modern team rather than being a team that was living in the past and more or less riding the coattails of Aaron Rodgers and going as far as he was able to drag you. And now there's games where even if Rodgers isn't perfect, they're still able to get by a lot of the time. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go kind of between you guys. I'm going to say refreshing. Uh, like you talk, Gage, you, you talked about Mike McCarthy being professional. He had a good quote every now and then, like the I'm a successful football coach, stuff like that. And you saw his rage in Washington when he tried to kill a referee, like stuff like that. But he was always a very professional, business-oriented type guy. Get down to business, get to work, and what happens at Lambeau stays at Lambeau. Ted Thompson, the same way. Mike Holmgren, the same way. Mike Sherman, the same way, but with really, really crappy results. With Matt LaFleur... You see him at Bucks games. You see him at Brewers games. You see him in the community. He's joking around. He's affable. He's quippy. He set up a basketball hoop in in the training facilities to for, so I should play after practice. Like he's got all these things that it is such a change of culture in Green Bay since he got hired, and, and it is definitely a much more refreshing thing. It, it the famous quote is he's brought the Packers into the 21st century. And exactly. to an extent, he's done that. Mm-hmm. Not that Mike McCarthy wasn't in that, but what Lafleur has brought into this team with his youth, with his energy, and with his relatability to the players especially has been huge. And it's going to be an era – the Packers are going to look for another coach like Lafleur with that kind of energy once Matt is gone. I, th- I think that he has turned the corner for this franchise to – this next this next generation of guys and he he's going to be seen as the godfather of that 50 70 years from now he's going to be the first one of those coaches and so i think it's very refreshing to have him around i think that's what he's going to be remembered for by the time it's done is is that refreshing attitude that this team now has i think one of the best parts about matt is like he's 41 so you said that's a guy that they'll look for after matt's gone matt's 41 he is a very young guy mm-hmm. for in terms of nfl coaches you have your Bruce Arians, your uh, let's see, uh, Bill Belichick, you have Pete Carroll, you have these guys that are that have been around a while. And meanwhile, Lafleur is one of the new, fresh faces on the block. There's going to be other like Ron Rivera's 59, even Mike McCarthy also up there in age a little bit. He's 57. So you have a guy in Matt who you're saying, yeah, you're going to look for the, his like a guy like him after he's gone. Well, guess what? He's not necessarily going anywhere anytime soon, especially if he keeps winning at the rate he is. There's no reason to find a new coach. In 20 years, I'm looking forward to head coach Kurt Bankert. Oh, shit. That's going to be coach Bankert to you. Yeah, exactly. He's Kurt Bankert is a 100% a positional coach. He might even be like at some point, you know, the way um, – Esports are evolving in the analytics and stuff. He might be just like the director of virtual football or something where they just put the get with the put the oculuses on and just like break it down into like who knows? He might be into that realm. It kind of mixes his, his passion for football and also his passion for um video games in as well. But yeah, shout out Kurt Pinkert. Alright, so this is the final one and this is what 
we uh, this is the one that I was like, let's go ahead and put this one at the very end, and this is mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has to do blank to go down as a hero in Packer history. So before we got started, we kind of talked about this, and I said that I think Aaron Rodgers, the only way he comes down, goes down in Packer history as a hero is if he wins a Super Bowl. I think that's the only exception, um, and that is – specifically directed at I've seen people that right after the Rogers news dropped, it was Rogers being selfish. And then as we've gotten a little bit more information, it's okay. So it's kind of a little bit of both, but I've seen that sentiment continue to shift more in the Rogers is selfish. He just needs to do this and just deal with it. So there's people that are turned on him. And I think there's people that will stay turned on him. Like we mentioned was the, the Brett Favre aspect of things. Brett Favre was the guy who after when he left, he was the villain. He wasn't allowed. He wasn't. He was booed when he came back to Green Bay. He was not allowed to come back to Green Bay for years, and then he finally did. Got his number retired. Great, awesome. But the fans, fans were turned had turned on him, and he. This was a guy who was for a long time was a icon in Green Bay. He still is, but he was a he was the most known face in Green Bay. He was the one of the faces of the NFL, and a and he's a franchise all time player, but. And Rodgers had all that going for him, and then now with this latest issue, is it is that going to happen again, or is that go is that is Rodgers going to get the same treatment, or what does he have to do? Like I said, I think for me, he's going to have to come back. He's going to have to win a Super Bowl for fans to kind of forgive this this instance and to have him go down as a hero rather than going down as a villain who just scorned the Packers. Mike, can I drop my uh, my bomb on this one, or do you want to? You know, should we save that? And do you want to? Do you want to go first? Let's save that. If you got a bomb to drop, we'll save that. All right, all right. My my answer to this question is: He needs to win a Super Bowl, and he needs to retire on top. I think if this issue continues, even if they win a Super Bowl this season, he's still not going to be seen as a, as here. He'll still be. He won't be the villain Favre was because Favre tried that that whole oh wait was just a disaster. But he needs to win the Super Bowl, but he needs to end up going on top. He needs to leave on his on his horse and go into the horizon. That or he needs to go public with whatever this is. But he we I think we both agree he needs to they need to win a title with him for him to salvage as much of his legacy as he can in Green Bay because he's gonna have all the records for a long time anyway. But especially in a state where Packer football is life. We don't, as a fan base, we kind of take slights sometimes too personally, and and this is going to take a lot of work to get this repaired on both sides. I'm, I'm going to let you go in just one second. So, Mike, you said that he had to go public with all this information. What if he went public with all of this information and it came out that Goot, Murphy were just strong-arming the hell out of him the entire time, and in fact... So the the image, if you and if you haven't got, you guys haven't seen it. Devontae Adams tweeted this out. It's been a couple. It's been a couple of months now of the the goat standing on the ledge, and <laughs> and obviously Rodgers liked it. And it was in reference, and so people infer that it was in reference to Rodgers. What if that's truly how it's been? Rodgers has been just holding it together the best that he could, and he has been on the edge of things. And come to find out, it's actually Goot and Murphy that are the reason he has been the way he, he's been a little cagey, like he has been. Do you think that fans forgive Rodgers for that, or do they, like you said, take it a little too personally and say, "Oh, well, you should have just dealt with it, just bit your tongue, and continued to go because you're you're go play football or whatever." I think it would help him a little bit. Yeah. I, I think I do because I do think fans 
while we take things personally, can do have rational thought and the ability for rational thought. And we saw, especially at the end of tenure, how they treated Ted Thompson, how he got turned on pretty quick. If this, if, if Rogers has receipts and all this information, all this stuff that points everything fully on Goot, Murphy, whoever you want to put it on, and it shows everything is on them, I think that would do a go a long way turning fan sentiment back toward Rogers. Because okay, that, that's people fair. still do want to like Aaron Rodgers. They still do. And uh, a lot of people do still love Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just right now with everything being, he said, he said very in the dark with everything. We still don't know a ton of great details. That's fair. It's, I just, I was curious how that would factor in for you. Cause, cause even going back to the Favre scenario, Favre, even he was kind of cagey with the whole comeback stuff. But right. once the plane went down to Mississippi and then he said he wants the starting job back and he's, then he want, then, then saying he wanted to go to Minnesota. That was what was the final straw. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't as bad when he went to the Jets. Cause we just kind of felt bad for him at that point. But once he goes to Minnesota, that was when the final betrayal hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are, you guys are accurate with your statements if we're talking like, off season 2021 but like remember like we live in such a social media microwave minute society that like this recency bias i think might be seeping out of you guys and i'm shocked that you're both kind of on the same page and as soon as gauge started i'm like i I thought to myself i said aaron Rodgers has to do nothing to go down as a hero in packer history because you're not saying like the best all time. You're not saying the greatest player of all time for the pack. You're just saying a hero. Like uh, there's multiple he- folk heroes, tongue in cheek, of you know the Jeff Janices, the John Coons of the world, the Johnny Jollies, the Gilbert Browns, etc. Like those are folk heroes. Aaron Rodgers is not a folk hero. He doesn't have. To, I mean, he's far past that, obviously. But like in my head, man, like if he were, I mean, obviously, like if within nothing, I am insinuating that he at least continues to play football for the Green Bay Packers. If he were to not play anymore, that would be a different scenario. But, like, he's won a Super Bowl. He's, I mean, he's basically taken a lot of shitty teams. I mean, not this year, or maybe when they've gotten Julius Peppers and Charles Woodson, made some run at some Super Bowl titles. But, like, he's taken some pretty dysfunctional teams, whether it be coaching staffs, whether it be coaches that had stayed on for far too long. On either side of the ball, whether it was, you know, inadequate weapons on either side of the ball, not having a defense, and he's really, like, just held his own. He's got multiple MVPs. He's, in my opinion, like, he would be a hero. He won a Super Bowl. Like, how many teams can say that, I mean, they've won multiple Super Bowls. Granted, he's only won one, but, like, should he have won more? Of course. Like, we all think Aaron Rodgers should have won more. Everyone thinks that. Anyone that observes the NFL, anytime you talk to a non-Packer fan, they're like, it sucks that Rodgers doesn't have more. You're kind of wasting him or, you know, you, you wish he would get more if they're even somewhat sentimental about it. But I think he acts to do nothing. I mean, he's, he's one of my favorite players of all time. Maybe I'm biased with that, but I feel like a few years from now, especially if and when he plays this year and even does a, above average for his standards and maybe he's done with football in a couple of years and he goes off into the sunset and does whatever he wants to do because he's going to be great at that, in my opinion, once he leaves. He's going to be remembered as a hero years from now. Um, and I guess this, you know, this whole entire uh, Mad Lib from Gage, we, it would predicate it on when we're going to ask this question again or when we look back on the history. But I think just in the terms of being a hero, I think he's already there and has to do nothing more to to hold himself to that standard. Okay, so wait, hold on. I think there might be a quick 
bit of confusion. Please. I was saying a hero to the average fan. Average fan? I mean... I, uh, Rogers is a hero to... It, like, like, I'm with you in that aspect. I meant, like, to, for the general consensus to go, yeah, Rogers is a hero. Because what was the general consensus when Far was gone? Far was a villain. He was that was seen so as a different. Villain. That was but, so but different. What, but what I'm getting at is, I mean, what is the consensus we're seeing now? I'm seeing... I've seen people today. Like, I've only been on Twitter for le- not even close to my usual amount today. And I've mm-hmm. seen still a fair bit of Rogers is, Rogers is in the wrong. That's what I've seen for the majority of the last few weeks is Rogers in the wrong. He just needs to deal with it. He shouldn't be complaining. They should, maybe they should just trade him, et cetera, et cetera. Rogers, to me, you're right, is going down as a hero. He's not a folk hero. He is a franchise icon, legendary player. Right. He is already the best quarterback that has ever played for Green Bay. He has passed Favre. He's passed Star. He's passed everybody. He is one of the most talented quarterbacks the game has ever seen and absolutely mm-hmm. should go down as a hero and he will for me. Mm-hmm. But I was, I, what I was more getting at is I think that there's a lot of fans that unless Rodgers comes back and wins a, like comes back and wins a Super Bowl, there's, there's just about no way it's going to happen just based on, like Mike, like Mike said before, people take things way too personally. That's true. That's very and true. And it's like, th- this is a professional athlete who you don't know anything about the situation. You don't know anything other than what random people have leaked, and then we've had leaks come out and be proven false. So, but everybody's ready to just write off Rodgers and say he's a spoiled brat that just all he wants is money, and he's just this, he's just that. It's like Rodgers is, has, has given you countless memories and great things to, like, think about it. The, we've had, how many Hail Marys has Rodgers thrown <laughs> and completed? And it, like he had two against Arizona, he had the Detroit one, he had the one against the Giants. Yep, How many yep. franchises can say they have 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 had one in the last right. decade? Right. This guy had three in like two years. Yeah. Just the but two everybody's ready to like yeah. it just and just got this and everybody just wants to write him off as not a hero and he's a villain, he's spoiled, whatever. I think all those people are idiots. But at the same time, those idiots are the same people that are the ones writing him off. And are ready to be, are ready to say he just needs to be traded and be gone. And I'm like, you say that until you watch Rodgers go to Denver or wherever else, and he lights it up there, and then you're pissed because he's gone. It's like you, like you're, you're so ready to like to have him gone, but like like you said, Matt, you're not like everyone's having this short term or like this real forgetting those long term memories of. Mm-hmm. Look at all the stuff he's done. Like you said, he's taken teams that were not very good, and he's taken them a lot farther than he should. They, they went from they should have won, a, gone to a, at least a second Super Bowl and faced the Patriots if it wasn't for the meltdown Brandon Bostic game, mm-hmm. and uh, all the, the the games against San Francisco where just uh, what what was the Dom Capers couldn't figure out how to stop Colin Kaepernick two years in a row. So <laughs> even then, fifteen and one when they lose to the Giants again, like right. Exactly. Yeah, a, yep, and that was the, uh, the year the Giants went and won a Super Bowl. So I'm just like, so I'm with you, Matt. I don't like I. I was like, I wanted to clarify. I do think. No, Rogers it's good. Is, I was like, he goes down as a hero for me. I was like, I don't want it to seem like, oh, yep, if he doesn't come back and win a Super Bowl, he's not a hero. That's so. I just wanted to clarify that first. No, and that's fair to because like if we're going off the consensus of the majority, yeah, like most people I talk to are like not a big fan of Rogers, and like I feel like it's really hard in this day and age to like go. Not only you have a player your entire career with a team, but like 
if he goes, if anyone goes and plays somewhere else, it's always different. Like it's always a little bit different if you can play your whole career with a team. Um, you know, I imagine he's going to do that, but yeah, no, if, if we're going based off the majority of what people think, yeah, I would agree that most people won't consider him a hero just because taking away even the 2021, even away the last two or three months aside, people are still going to remember that, oh, he didn't do enough with this, or he said this off the field. Like people are just so, or people are butthurt about everything. So it's like whatever he did, does or doesn't do some, like a lot of people are going to be pissed just because he's the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers and super, super popular per- person. People are still blaming Danica and Olivia Munn for... Exactly. Yeah, so, so yeah, people hold grudges over shit that oh, doesn't yeah. matter. So exactly. People are still blaming Jessica Simpson for Tony Romo's failure, so... Yeah, but, yeah. No, I, 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 like a few a few quotes came to mind that are different. Like, one is, obviously, the one from Dark Knight of either live long enough to die a hero or you see yourself become the villain, that, like that kind of stuff. But I, I, I agree with you. I think it's here. Like, my thing is separate the art from the artist. And that goes for me with mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. And like the magic he's pulled on the field, the magic he's pulled in the playoffs has been amazing to watch. Like that, I remember that Arizona Cardinals playoff game. The the two bombs of Janus are just actually my memory because I was watching it with with friends in college. And 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 I'm glad you guys both clarifying because yeah, it, and Matt, you're right. It depends on what when we ask this question. Mm-hmm. If we if we ask it on July 4th, 2021, you're gonna have a different answer than on opening day 2025. There will be a massively different answer depending on when this question is asked. Because I'm sure if you ask Packer fans in 1983, what's your opinion on Bart Starr after he got fired as the coach and the team was <laughs> mediocre forever, you're going to have a different answer. Yeah. He was not liked as a coach at the end. No. And then they brought in Forrest Gregg and all that kind of stuff. But it, it, it's, it's, very, it's a very time-specific answer you're going to get depending on when and who you're talking to. And with, with this one, I'm like, I think to the, to the average Packer fan, Gage is, I think is right. Like with the way the sentiments have been the past, ever since draft night, winning is going to be paramount. But the further we get away from this saga, this is where a similarity with Favre will come in. Favre eventually was able to rehabilitate his image and work his way back to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot less time for Aaron Rodgers to do that if he has to at all, but it, it still might take a little bit of time, but I think in, Two years, this question is going to have a completely different answer. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I love that we kept that one for last. That that was we were, we pretty much agreed on the first two. I mean, more or less, we were all in the same kind of box. Um, but yeah, no, I like that last, and that was good job, Gage. Way, way to go, dude. About time I did something right. <laughs> and also with this group of us, this is the first time we've really kind of talked about Rogers since the whole thing broke. We've kind of avoided it as a as yeah, the group of it, us. Exactly, exactly. Which is been intentional for the most part it's no it's been absolutely intentional mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's there, there's definitely so much other topics we, we could have talked about over the course of the last few weeks and we did and it, it's been a blast to also help people keep their minds off of what's been going on that's no I, I don't want to see a, a plane watch to california when training camp starts yeah all right let's go ahead and let's uh let's go ahead and get out of here mike go ahead and let the folks know what you're working on well, absolutely. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Welland, all one word. As a broadcaster, find me at ZaleskiSports.com. That is Z-A-L-E-S-K-I Sports.com. Doing a lot of uh, Legion baseball coming up this this summer, maybe some golf as well. I know Matt's disappointed. We were supposed to do Green Bay Southwest today, but it got rained out. We're going to have a doubleheader today, but that's been a lot of fun. Of course, state uh, softball and baseball are this coming week, so that's going to be fun to keep an eye on. So you can just find my stuff there. Of course, find my work here on, on the Packaday Podcast every week. Uh, Matt, what about you? 
Well, the thing with the Southwest Legion game, though, if I can get into that, it was they were playing Plover, which is my – so I coached Green Bay Southwest high school baseball, and Plover was the athletic baseball program that I grew up with and played Legion there as well. So it was like two two different parts of my life connecting, so that would have been awesome. But, you know, they'll make that up with that game some other time because it's been raining like crazy in Wisconsin. But you can find me on Twitter still at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M-A-T-T underscore F-R-A underscore. Uh, make sure with these three Mad Libs guys, we'll be tweeting these out, um, but definitely in, interact with us or ask your friends. Like, I feel like these are very, like, open-ended types of conversations you can have with people um, about the history of the Packers or Matt LaFleur and Rogers. So definitely tweet at us and let us know what you think. Um, continue to listen to Packaday. I know we're getting into those, uh, as some people like to call it, like the dark time or like, you know, we're just, you kind of turn stuff off and then get set with your second season, if you will, or your continuous season of uh, Packers coverage. But we're getting close. It's we're we're getting to that point. I've been scoping out Lambo a little bit. I go to work. I kind of take different routes to go there, see what they got going on there. But overall, just continue sticking with us. Rate, review, subscribe, like, share it with your friends. Um, any feedback you guys have on our podcast is well, well warranted. And um, also, we have stuff going on for Game on Wisconsin. Go check that out. We got a lot of stuff in the works, and content will be pushed out i think in a couple weeks um for all of our new season or new season of all of our shows so definitely go check that out but um gage what about yourself dude what what do you got happening as always you can find me on twitter at gbridgeford nfl uh that's still what it is i know some nba people keep telling me to change it and i keep telling them that's not going to (laughs) happen but so i'm still writing stuff for denver stiffs uh, dynasty nerds uh roto baller i got stuff coming out with uh, especially with it's July or it's it's late June. July is getting ready to be here, so there's going to be a lot of people getting ready to do drafts, and it's going to be it's going to be. There, I'm just going to have a lot of content coming out over the next couple of months, and it's the easiest way to just tell people just find it all there. Because if I try and tell you everywhere to go, you're just you're just going to be lost and wandering around in the desert, and we don't want that. <laughs> the depths the depths of the web. For sure, and also Gage, thank you for letting us know your Twitter. We tried that last week, and Matt was having a lot of oh, problems oh, trying to awful. trying to. Not only Gage for the NFL, it's so simple though. Oh, no, 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 that's easy. I was trying to spell it. I like, spell to, it. I like oh, to spell it out for people. Okay. Some people are you know texting and driving. I want to do that. They like to mentally write it down in their head, so when they get done driving, when they listen to the podcast on their commute or whatever else they're doing, they can find you, Gage, and all your great content you put out. But I couldn't the. The spelling the word basically bridge was my big difficulty. I couldn't get those words there's out. There's no E. That's the key. There's no E in my last name. Other than that, it's bridge forward, but there's no E. There's a G, obviously, for my first initial, and then NFL because NFL. There you go. So, yeah, no, I understand. It's a little difficult to spell. Trust me, my entire life people have spelled it wrong, and I'm like, you guys know who I am, and you can't spell my name right. That's pretty sad. For a quick joke before we get out of here, uh, my senior slideshow in high school, my last name was spelled wrong by a girl who I had gone to school with for 12 years. Bad. 12, 12 years I've been to school with her. She got an email with my last name on it correctly from my mother, and she still spelled my last name I'm wrong. Seen. So I'm, I'm so pretty yeah. sure with all three of us, our last names yeah. have had problems. 100%. With I was thinking Because yeah, I think my slideshow was spelled wrong as well, just because they put the T in the wrong spot. But, but either way, names aside, check all of us out on social media. Check out all our all of our content at Packaday Podcast, also wherever your favorite podcast platforms are, and also the YouTube channel. Andy's been doing again great work, having some great guests on there, talking Packers on the Packaday Podcast YouTube channel as well. 
So that being said, we will say so long for now, everyone. Thank you for joining us. For Matt Freilich and for Gage Bridgeford, this is Mike Wendland. Everyone, enjoy your Sunday. Stay cool, stay safe, always carry the G, and go Pack Go. <laughs> <laughs>